0: Hello and happy November 4th, 2019. It is beautiful in central New York. We had snow yesterday. Yeah, you heard me. Snow. Um, It did not last long. Um, Some people posted pictures on Facebook of it in their lawn. Um, Up in the north country, though, they had like accidents off of Route 81. People had posted pictures of, you know, all the cars off the road. It's kind of one of those things, like the first time it snows, everybody forgets how to drive in the snow. And they think they can still drive 60, and you can't. <laughs> there are some days you can't even drive 20, so slow down. <laughs> um, which, you know, also reminds me, I don't have my snow tires or all-season tires. I still have my crappy tires that I need new ones, and, well, that's not in the budget. So, the snow needs to wait a little bit longer until I can get my new tires on. Do you think we've... Old man weather will wait until I can afford to get the new tires on my car before he gives us a really wallop of a snow. I don't know. I'll pray that that happens. <laughs> oh, but anyway, it was a good day. Um, actually, a good weekend. Yesterday, I went to a baby shower in the morning and then um, I had the joy of spending the day with my little cousin who is like honorary niece, because I'm like honorary auntie, and oh my gosh, so much fun, what a great day, and then went with my aunt and uncle to church with her, and dinner, and oh my gosh, we had so much fun, and so, because I had gone to church with them last night, I was going to go this morning, and I said, you know what, I'm so tired, I've been going, 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 I had a quite a few long days last week, travel, and travel just wipes you out what is it about traveling in a car for hours on end that like just you know that jet lag of just whew, I didn't fly anywhere but good golly you know and I drove by myself so you're like on alert 24 7 when you're in the car and you know especially when you're on the throughway doing 78 82 miles an hour not that anybody would do that because that would be against the law the speed limit 65 but you know for instance you know that could happen <laughs> so tired. I said, I'm not going to set the alarms. So I turned all my alarms off. I turned my ringer off and I said, I'm going to sleep until I wake up. And that I did. I slept until um, 9 45, which was really 10:45 because the clocks went back on Saturday. So I almost slept till 11 o'clock, but really it was 10 o'clock, right? Cause we have the new time. Which is really late for me. I'm usually up by 7. So that was good. Um, and yeah, I just slept and I got up. And I'm like, Ugh, I'm so tired. My aunt made homemade English muffins. So I had the last two of those. Well, I, did, I cooked four. But Faith had helped me eat them. I probably had two and a half. And Faith had a one and a half. <laughs> and um watched Christmas movies and sat on the couch and then I read my Bible and then I read my Bible and studied my Bible and was looking up different verses I cleaned off the kitchen table, I found the top of my kitchen table, that's been missing for at least two weeks well, it's been missing since October 18th when I had the 31 party at my house, that's how long it's been missing it was not found again until uh, Sunday, yeah Yep. (laughs) So about three weeks it's been missing. So it's clean at least for 12 hours. Um, Rearranged a little furniture. um, Got most of the laundry done. Finishing some up. And do the bedding uh, this afternoon when I get home from work because I didn't do it this weekend. And, you know, just stayed home, in my pajamas, messy hair, don't care. If I had the shirt, I would have wore it. Um, I think we all need those days where we are just bumps, right? You know, you just need a day to catch your breath. You know, when I slept in, I woke up, felt refreshed, renewed, and... Huttered around the house, crossed a bunch of things off the mental list, crossed things off the written list. It was good. I made apple crisps. I took warm apple crisp to my dad, and he had cooked pork chops and something else. So we swapped uh, containers and, of goodies, and, you know, it worked out good. And I set up my table for writing, and I'm going to get the cricket out next weekend, I hope. Um, I'm not really sure. I have a craft show on Saturday at the Fulton YMCA from 10 to 3. They're doing a craft and vendor fair. So it would be a great place to go this coming Saturday the 9th from 10 to 3. And then there's hockey Friday night and Saturday night. Woo-woo! That's always good. So I may not get the cricket out. But I'm hoping now that i got the table to where I can kind of sit and work at my laptop I can get this stuff designed for the Cricut and then once I plug the Cricut in I can just go to printing and that such type of things but you know good stuff good stuff and uh, I have a couple books that I'm going to be reading so the first one is called The Wander Society by Carrie Smith um, she's the author of Wreck This Journal I don't know I haven't started it yet the Wander Society. It sounds like something Patrick and his producer Kim might like, too. I went to a conference this summer, and she talked about the book, and And I'm sure my Christian friends may say, oh, I'm not so sure, and I'll let you know. I'm going to read it. But um, it says, by purchasing this book, you are electing to join a secret underground movement. Membership will require you to conduct research on your immediate environment and complete a variety of assignments designed to creatively disrupt everyday life. If you are interested, please proceed to the checkout. All else will be revealed in time. Note, if you need to know more before you commit, please turn to the first page and complete the questionnaire. And then it has the author's website and um, the publisher's website so uh just interesting the wanderer society it's kind of more about that mindful way of thinking um and inside the cover it says wander a verb to walk explore amble in an unplanned or aimless way with a complete openness to the unknown your very flesh shall be a great poem ww Long live the Wander Society. And so the checklist for this um, book, you know, if this Wanderer Society is for you. One, do you find yourself increasingly distracted and unable to focus? Do you feel like technology is taking up too much of your attention and time? Do you remember a time when you were much more present with all your activities? Have you had a sense that there is more to life than what you've been doing, but you're just not sure how to access this? Do you feel disillusioned by a society that seems entirely focused on monetary gain? Do you have a sense that you are experiencing things secondhand, filtered through various forms of media and entertainment? Have you lost a sense of ownership to the place in which you live? Do you find your quiet talents going unused and unnoticed in a world that values bravado, celebrity, publicity, and money? If you answered yes to three or more of these questions, then the Wanderer Society can offer a respite. This small, anonymous organization is looking for thinkers to conduct research. No experience needed. Membership is completely anonymous. The world is waiting for your gifts. You have arrived. Seek the unknown. The Wanderers are everywhere. And... You know, I went to this workshop this summer when I was at a writing conference. And it was on um, being mindful and just being aware of what's around you. And it's just about, you know, connecting with nature and taking time to pause and be quiet. And, you know, there's a foreword in here. talks about Zen Master, um, using your powers. Let's see. There's... um, Henry David Thoreau, which you all know, I love his quotes, you know, they're often on here. Um, As wanderers, our goal is to pare down our essentials to as few things as possible. The questions we should ask ourselves with each thing is, does this add to my idea of soulful existence? Do I love the object? Does the object add to my life or does it weigh it down? Does this object help me in my pursuit? Of the wanderer 's lifestyle, so i'm i 'm going to read the book, and I'm looking forward to it. Um, you know it has like a word of the day, like I was thinking, Patrick over at we live on a planet would love this psychogeography psychogeography that could be my word of the day if I did a word of the day i 'm going to so November fourth, two thousand nineteen, our word of the day is psychogeography. The term psychogeography refers to the act of exploring a city, usually an urban endeavor, in a non-traditional way. Psychogeography. Go figure. So I think it'll be a fun book to read and, um, you know, just to make, make me think, right? And, you know, I have my Bible reading every day and I think sometimes, um, People can be closed-minded to other beliefs and religions, and you know, I'm a Christian. I don't I don't hide that from anybody. Everybody's aware that I'm a Christian and you know, so I believe in Jesus. I believe He died on the cross for my sins, he rose again three days later and is up in heaven. And one day I will go to heaven too. And I'm a sinner. I admit I sin. I believe in Jesus and I confess those sins, but I also try, try to be a better person and not to sin as much. Everybody sins. There is no perfect human being on this planet. I don't really care who you are. You are not perfect. And sometimes I think, you know, people can get hung up on a person's sin and turn them off or turn them away or um, because somebody thinks differently than us we can close our mind or think ill of them or think, Ugh, can't get involved with that. And And I get that there's a danger zone and you know, you gotta be careful when you're exploring because you know, Satan can take a foothold on something that was meant for good and use it not for good. I understand that. Um, But I also understand that sometimes people that are free thinkers, um, a lot of the uh, new age way of thinking, they're very relaxed. They are very relaxed people, more relaxed than a lot of Christians I know. And, you know, so maybe that's because we're not putting 110% of our trust in God, right? So if we're going to connect with people, we need to know what they're thinking. And, you know, when I did the mindful workshop on mindfulness, you know, we did that quiet time and she said, you know, you talk to whoever it is that you worship, talk to whatever your higher power is. She goes, whether it's God, the tree, the clouds, she goes, this is your moment. I'm not going to lead you. It's who you connect with. It's who you believe in. But she led us on this journey and then let us go and we just walked. I spent 40 minutes, 45 minutes just talking with God, which is prayer. In a setting that I typically wouldn't have done it in, in a way that I wouldn't have done it in. And journaled and had great, beautiful output because of that prayerful time. And this was one of the books, and she said she got so many great ideas from this book and different ways to just challenge the way we think about different things. So that's one book I'm reading, The Wanderer Society by Carrie Smith. That's I have two that are on my next to read. And then the other one is Not a Silent Night, Mary Looks Back to Bethlehem by Adam Ham- Hamilton. And it says, Spend Christmas with Mary. Imagine Jesus from Mary's point of view, proud of her son, in all of his gifts and mission, guided by love for him as a person, and so much more. In this book, Adam Hamilton begins at the end with Mary at the crucifixion and resurrection, travels back in time as she witnesses Jesus' life and ministry, and ends at the beginning with a Christ child born in a stable, Mary's beautiful baby. This year, experience Advent and Christmas with Mary. So that's the other book I'm going to read is Not a Silent Night, Mary Looks Back to Bethlehem by Adam Hamilton. And it's typically an Advent read. But I want to read it before Advent because um, I'm co-chair for our worship committee. And this is what pastor's doing for Advent. So I wanted to read it ahead of time to see if there was, you know, any notes or insights that I had to help with our worship service for Advent. And then I'm going to pass it on to my aunts and whatnot. So those are the two books that are on my what's next to read list. And then I'm also reading a writing book. Well, it's on writing and speaking by James Watkins. It's up on the table. I don't know. I'm not sure I can get it without making a ruckus, but I'll share that on another day. Oh no, I'll share it now. So I'm reading one book that's more like a very deep faith based on You know, drawing closer to Jesus during Advent. I'm reading one on ways to just think differently and open up my mind, and then the other one is "Communicate, Change Lives in Person and in Print" by James Watkins. Um, and so this book, I'm I'm already a good portion through this book, but I'm had the luxury of hearing James Watkins speak at a writing conference this summer also. And so he's talking about writing and speaking for God and, you know, using our gifts to communicate to change lives. I mean, it's exactly what it says. It's to communicate to save lives and change lives. It's a good book. So that's the one I'm reading for my, like, academic type of a brain on writing and speaking is the one by James Watkins and then I have one that's on the more spiritual realm and then I have one that's on a free the way I think I've been writing which is good working on another book you know spending study time in my bible for the next book Which I always enjoy. I mean, that's one of my favorite parts of writing a Christian, um, like nonfiction, is the time spent in the Word in preparation. So, if you follow me on Facebook, I posted a picture on Sunday of my cat laying on my Bible. And I said, oh, I guess it's time to stop reading and researching. (laughs) You know, just a little funny. But I had been sitting there quite a while and I went to stand up and my legs were asleep. So, it was funny. Um, so yeah, that's my weekend in a nutshell and, you know, looking ahead in the week, we have our last women's Bible study tomorrow and we'll be, we'll take the winter off until the weather's better and it's not so dark out at night. So I'm trying to get to the gym. I need motivation to get to the gym. And I think the only way this week I will get to the gym is if I go at five o'clock in the morning when they're open which I would have to be there at 5 o'clock when they open in order to get a full workout in and be able to get showered and to school on time. I'm up at 5. I want to be like a couch potato and reading. I don't want to be hitting the gym, but I need to hit the gym because I've put 4 or 5 pounds back on in 3 weeks. It took me 6 weeks to lose it and 3 weeks to gain it back. I think that sucks, but... There's no nicer way to say it. That's my own doing. Um, I haven't been able to get there because my schedule's crazy. So I'm looking at my schedule and what can be cut. And I think after this week, my schedule looks a lot better. But i got to get through one more crazy, crazy week. And I signed up for these six craft shows. And I'm thinking, what was I thinking? I need a Saturday. I miss my writing cottage. <laughs> All right, so... I have rambled and rambled and rambled, so I want to thank you for listening. I hope something I said was encouraging to you or helpful or whatever. Maybe you already tuned out, and I understand. (laughs) But have a great week. Um, If you want, give me a call or leave a message on Facebook or private message me whenever. What are you reading, and what's it all about? Because I think that's how we learn about other great authors and great books is by sharing with each other what we're reading have a great week so goes monday so goes the week so make it a great one thanks for listening to my podcast one sister's journey keeping it real until next time bye